God, you want to hit a dude? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Gara. Is Dave okay? Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. <laughs> you are Queen Fakie of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle and do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. Um, hi. My name is Dave Anthony. I'm here with Gary Reynolds. Doesn't Gary with one R Reynolds. That's right. It's important that people know that my name, Gary, is spelled with one fucking R. <laughs> it's so much hostility. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, do I feel good? I uh, feel. I retract the question. Uh, have you heard? I retract the question. Have you heard the phrase "crazy, sexy, cool"? <laughs> yeah. Made yeah. famous by TL. one uh, TL. TL. Left eye. <laughs> Lisa. Left eye's dead. Left eye died. Left eye uh, died. Did she? Actually, you can. There is a VH1 thing they did about her going to. I forget where she was. Like. She's like in Malaysia or something. What? And they have footage of literally her the crash because she died in a car crash, and they show what right when it was like oh shit like and that's when they cut. It's crazy. What? Yes, it's crazy. That's fucking nuts. Nuts, and it and they didn't give you a heads up because I was watching it like oh my god they didn't no there was not like hey you're about to watch the moment right before she dies. But yeah, it was crazy. And she kept saying, like, right before it, she was like, she felt like there was an omen of death. There was, like, yeah. the, her whole trip. She wasn't in Malaysia somewhere, though. Well, Malaysia's the same thing. As Let's just say Malaysia. Uh, what's happening? Why did it stop? Oh, good, it stopped. Oh, good. That's fucking awesome. You know, I don't even know what year he was born. Shit. I mean, I should, I should have that information. What I mean, do you know what era? Yeah, he's like the 1800s. Okay, I think so. For for people with a mind as big as mine, I think that's fine. Early early 1800s, he was a a boy genius. Okay, he's like uh, Doogie Hauser. Sure, MD. Sure, Uh, a reference most geniuses use. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're talking about other geniuses. He graduated from the University of Nashville at the top of his class at the age of 14. Shit. Okay, so he's fucking... Yeah. This is in the 1800s, though, when people were, you know, just letting their teeth rot. (laughs) By the time he was 25, he had a degree in medicine and another in law and was legally allowed to practice as both a doctor and a lawyer. At what age? 25. Okay. So it seems like he slowed down, but still... Yeah, great start. But getting a medical degree and a law degree... At 25 is crazy. In nine years is pretty nuts. Yes. But he wanted to travel. So he went and explored Europe and then returned to the U.S. and lived in Philadelphia where he practiced medicine. But he hated it. So he went to New Orleans and became a journalist. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sure. Walker was a small and slender man with freckles, gray eyes, and thinning hair. The gray eyes thing freaks me out. His nickname later on became gray eyes. Like he actually had gray eyes. Like a cat. My license says that I have gray eyes. Does I, it really? Yeah. I don't think you have gray eyes. I don't. I think that they're... They, I wouldn't worry too much about his gray eyes. Unless you're worried about mine. Look, I know him. Well, now I have my suspicions about you. <laughs> I'm a boy genius. 
He was five feet two inches tall and weighed 120 pounds. So now he's starting to sound a little weirder. So he never stopped being a boy. I think we can now say his eyes were gray. <laughs> It makes more sense. He had giant horns on his head and a tail. <laughs> and a wagging tail. Um, quote, he is said to be remarkable for his abstinence and that wine and the society of ladies have no charm for him. Why is that being framed as a positive thing? I do not know, but some people think that's great. Who are these people? So he didn't drink or enjoy women, although while in New Orleans, he had a brief relationship in New Orleans. He was in New Orleans and he didn't drink or fuck. Perfect place to be. Right? Yeah, great place to be. He's just there for the smell of Bourbon Street. He, oh, it smells like... Oh, it's the... It's the vomit and pee. It's the worst. Nobody ever prepares you. No, you can't At least they didn't be, prepare me. It's like walking into a corpse. It's crazy. It's horrifying. It is it, It's covered in trash. Yeah. Um, so he had a brief relationship in New Orleans, even though he didn't like women. With a deaf and mute woman named Ellen Martin. Or as she pronounced it, So, again, he didn't enjoy women. Yeah. Because he's basically in a relationship with a sex doll. <laughs> oh, hey, man. blink if you want to fuck. Uh, okay, so you want to fuck? Uh, <laughs> God, what What? We have so much in common. So he's a fucking genius. Yeah. And he finds a deaf and mute woman. Yeah. What a genius. That he's just going to bang. Yep. Perfect. So creepy. (laughs) Perfect. Happy anniversary. Hey, I want to set you up with a girl I think you'd really like. Uh, She can't hear or talk. She's (laughs) dead. You'll love her. She's perfect. She is a freshly dead woman. Her nickname is Slab. You will love Slab. You and Slab are going to have so much in common. You'll love her. Uh, She's like your last girl, but not as chatty. (laughs) (laughs) Slab. I'm surprised this guy didn't invent the blow-up doll. (laughs) (laughs) Or the glory hole. (laughs) Sadly, in 1849, she died of cholera. And he was sad. Anytime your sex doll dies, you get sad. And he went. To How see- do you fill the void of something that can just shout? <laughs> <laughs> and he went to San Francisco. Okay. The gold rush was just starting, so tens of thousands of uh, crazy men were pouring into California. It was an insane time. Duels, gunfights, and brawls erupted regularly. Yep. Walker fought in three duels in San Francisco, and he was wounded in two of them. Not a good record. Nope, not a good record at all. But he's alive. Around this time, the U.S. was into taking land from Latin America. Americans in Texas had rebelled against Mexico and won annexation to the U.S. in 1845. The Mexican War broke out in 1846, leading to the absorption of a third of Mexico with the assistance of American citizens of California who staged their own revolt against Mexico. Okay. The newspaper slogan, Manifest Destiny, was born. Mm Mm-hmm. Manifest Destiny was the widely held belief in the U.S. that American settlers were destined to expand throughout the continent. Basically, America should be everywhere. Yeah. Everything should be America. Uh, Manifest Destiny is such a good shine. Can we... Are we acting like that's stopped? No. Fuck no. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No. But people wanted to do it for different reasons. Some Southerners wanted to extend the territory 
open to slavery. Others wanted to export democracy and their own religions to the military regimes of Catholic Latin America. So they were like, I'm a Protestant. I want to turn all those peoples into Protestants. We want to keep dark people as workers. <laughs> we're on different pages. <laughs> Uh, the idea of Manifest Destiny kicked off a new phenomenon known as filibustering. Oh, fuck. Do you know what filibustering yeah. is? Fili- Here we fuck. Oh, fuck. Filibusters were independent adventurers who launched freelance invasions of foreign countries, usually aiming to annex them to the United States. So dudes would just start their own war to try to take over parts of countries, and then they'd be like, okay, this is the U.S. now. Now, I thought we were talking about the political filibuster. No. We're talking about the action of filibustering, <laughs> which is basically just putting a flag in ground that isn't yours. <laughs> which is going somewhere with a bunch of your bros yeah. and going, hey, this is ours now. It's like a vacation where you leave with the place you went to. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fun. That's better than a snow globe. What did you get me from Ibiza? Uh, Ibiza. <laughs> so have at it. It's ours now. I told them. I was really clear. I love that it's just, it's not even government sanctioned. It's just some dudes yeah. are like, hey, man, have you heard of Honduras? Hey. Have you heard of Honduras? Yeah, yeah. Why don't we make that ours? Great. Let's do it, Jerry. <laughs> heard of Brazil? Yeah. Ours. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so, uh, there were shitloads of filibusters in the decade before the Civil War. Some of America's first filibusters tried to invade Canada, which, uh, so great. Oh, boy. Just so great. Uh, what a... <laughs> in 1850 and 1851, scores of Americans landed in Cuba, in Cuba, uh, with disastrous results. An ex-Cuban named... Narciso Lopez led four filibusters into Cuba with Americans. His final attempt was in August 1851 with about 400 men. It ended in a rout, but this time Lopez was captured and publicly garroted in Havana. Do you know what garroted is? Almost my name. (laughs) (laughs) Garroted is a method of capital punishment of Spanish origin in which an iron collar is tightened around the condemned person's neck until death occurs by strangulation or by injury to the spinal column at the base of the brain. Oh, my God. So it's like a slow fuck you. Ugh. Like, it's not like the, like the guillotine is yeah. like awesome. This well, is you like, know it's a like, shitty way to die when you're like, I'm, I'm just I'm so envious of those who get hanged. Ugh, <laughs> it just sounds horrid. Is there a way you could pick up the pace? Please. Will you just stomp my head out? Just <laughs> what about a hammer? Please. Have you thought about a hammer? Yeah. Um, another fifty-one filibusters that went into Cuba were killed by uh, a firing squad, including, including William Citizen, the nephew of John Citizen, the then Attorney General. Okay. So this was like everybody, everybody, Is everybody's in on the filibuster game. The rest were all killed in action or captured or imprisoned. Uh, First attempt by Walker. Okay. In the summer of 1853, when he was 29, Walker traveled to Goyamas, seeking a grant from the government of Mexico to create a buffer buffer colony inside of Mexico. (laughs) He just wants to make his own landlocked nation. He told the Mexican government that the colony would serve as a frontier to protect the U.S. from Indian raids. So he goes down to Mexico and he goes, here's the deal. You know, you have Mexico. 
Yeah. So I would like to take a part of that and then just have that as a way to stop Indians from coming and attacking us. So and- spit on your palm and let's shake. <laughs> so cool. So part of Mexico's mine then? Uh, I mean, what are these like? How, how do you react? A nation is well, like, no. Mexico was like, yeah, no, that's. No, because no, it's ours. No, you know how you you took Texas and then a bunch of California? Uh-huh. So, so go fuck yourself. You can't just have shit. Just want a little area of Mexico. No. Little spot would be nice. Hey, no, we're, it's ours. It's ours. We're filibustering. It's a term. So, Walker came back to the U.S. and started recruiting dudes who were super into slavery and the manifest destiny. They just happened cool to be, dudes. They just happened to be mostly from Kentucky and Tennessee. The smart places. But his idea was to establish an independent republic of Sonora. Then hopefully Sonora could join the U.S. He funded his operation by selling lots of land in the new republic of Sonora. So <laughs> He's made off. So <laughs> Amazing. So he's just cruising around going, so listen, hey. I'm going to go down to Mexico. <laughs> and I'm going to take over a bunch of Mexico. And then you can... Have up some land. And how am I funding this? By you purchasing this land. You buy the land that I don't own. Then I'll go own it. <laughs> Deal? Right order. Good. Feels good. Feels like definitely the right order. Feels like the right order to me. You pay me. I take it. <laughs> it's yours. You buy the land. I go get the land. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> On October 15th, 1853, Walker set out with 45 men to conquer the Mexican territories of Baja, California, and Sonora. I don't see how this can't work. No. 45 dudes. 45 guys. Good luck, Mexico. Yeah. Am I wrong? Mexico, you're on notice. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you're ready for 45 men. He succeeded in capturing La Paz. Wow. Which was the capital of the sparsely populated Baja California. So he went to like a place where no one lived and went mine. You guys lose. He quickly declared it the capital of the new Republic of Lower California and himself as president. Catchy title. Hello, I am Presidente. (laughs) I'm the president now. He then put the region under the laws of the American state of Louisiana, which made slavery legal. Oh, wow. Hello. Uh, <clears throat> so here's the deal. I'm here, and I took over your town of about 40 people, and uh, I'm the president, and you can have slaves. <laughs> and I know this is a lot to digest, gang. <laughs> uh, also, does anybody speak English? All right. How we feeling? Remember yesterday? Blah. Okay. Yeah, we own slaves. Okay. Yeah, I'm your presidente. Hola. Own you. No, hello. We say hello now. You'll need to learn that. Hello. That. There we go. Welcome aboard. You're the vice president. (laughs) You're the new vice president. The people back home are very impressed. Of course, because they're into this. When news of Walker's exploits reached San Francisco, the skirmish at La Paz was regarded as a great victory. The California newspapers applauded him. Judge Lott, writing for the Pioneer, said, The term filibuster no longer means a pirate. It means the compassing of the weak by the strong. The term filibuster is now identical with the pioneer of progress. If these regions do not soon become a portion of the United States, some other nation stronger than Mexico will grasp them. 
So basically, they're saying, uh, yeah, we can do whatever we want. And if we don't take Mexico, other people can take. If we can take Mexico, then other people can take Mexico. Hey, Am I wrong? Complete pirate mentality. <laughs> We're not pirates. Now listen to pirate law. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> We're no longer pirates. We just take what isn't ours and make it ours. Uh, Sule in the annuals of San Francisco said, American secures the spoils one to her hand. However, dishonesty, they may have come. (laughs) Cool. And I think we're still holding on to that pretty strong. So uh, we can take whatever we want, no matter how fucked it is. Yeah. As long as we don't remember doing it, it's ours and it's cool. It's all cool. It's all good. Uh, so now people are joining up in San Francisco and elsewhere to go down and join Walker. They're like, this dude's the shit. Let's go fucking help him out. Yeah, of course. Who Con- wouldn't? Concerned about attacks from Mexico, Walker kept moving his headquarters twice in three months. First rule of the lower state of California is keep moving. Yeah. Right? Sure. He never actually gained control of Sonora. Except between four to seven on the freeways. <laughs> right? Yeah. He never actually gained control of Sonora as planned. But he did pronounce Baja California part of the larger Republic of Sonora. Sonora. So basically, he's a crazy person running around declaring shit that's not real. Yeah, it feels like it feels like right now I could just be like, "I'm the president of here," <laughs> and that's pretty much what he was doing. <laughs> While Walker was waiting in Baja California for new recruits, for some unknown new reason, recruits. for some unknown new reason, morons. I know morons. <laughs> yeah. For some unknown reason, his vessel, the Caroline, sailed away with the greater part of his supplies. <laughs> I, I just love that. The, the dude in charge president. of the ship was like, wait a minute. This could be my ship. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> wait. You can't take my sh- No, I'm on the ship, so it's my. You know how you did it with land? He just filibustered my boat. <laughs> Motherfucker just filibustered the shit out of my boat. <laughs> so the ship took off. Um uh, with a lot of his supplies. And then matters became worse when 200 recruits arrived from San Francisco. And since his supplies were pretty much depleted because they were on the boat, he was forced to send a band of men towards Todos Santos Bay on a foraging expedition. So now dudes that are down there are just trying to find food. Yeah, now they're like, okay, we've got to listen to the president. we got to go get food for the president. His boat went away. He's a good um, leader. So he is very He's good. A good leader. Uh, so then discontent started to break out in the army. The newcomers were disappointed that there was no plunder to be had. So these guys, yeah. these guys were like, these were fucking pirates. They were like, let's go take yeah. a bunch of shit yeah. from Mexico. And then they got down there they're like, uh, there's, there's no shit. how many pizzas did you guys order? There's no shit in Mexico. Uh, uh, these are beans. <laughs> it's all beans. Um, I forgot to tie my boat up. So food was scarce, and uh, when they did get it, it was not good. Men began to desert. Four of the deserters were arrested, and he had two of them shot dead. The other two publicly flogged. Jesus. So he's a pirate. Yeah, he is a pirate. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Flog, death, death, flog. So then this made him less popular with his troops, if, yeah. you, if you can imagine. I wonder why. By the time he attacked Sonora, he only had 100 men. And by the time they reached the Colorado River, only 35 men remained in the party. <laughs> it would take more than So they're this. a click. It would take more than 35 to hold on to the country. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think that's a fair thing to say. Uh, 
I'm looking around and I'm thinking uh, we're gonna need more than 35 guys. Isn't that crazy, are we outnumbered by a lot? <laughs> by like 20,000. By 20,000 to our 35. <laughs> So, uh, Walker decided to abandon the project. And on May 8th, 1854, they crossed the frontier near Tijuana and surrendered themselves to the United States officer station there. They were granted parole and were permitted to depart for San Francisco. But the United States government prosecuted him for violating the Neutrality Act, which basically means you you can't be a dude. Don't do that. You can't be a dude and try to take over the country. No pirating. (laughs) So... It uh, it prohibits private citizens from warring against foreign nations. Totally reasonable. Or yeah. else, or else, like Pepsi could attack Venezuela, which is something I would love to see. I would kind of like to see that too. <laughs> yeah. Pepsi's invading Venezuela. <laughs> it's not Pepsi. It's a Pepsi country. <laughs> welcome to Pepsi. Hey, welcome to Pepsi. Want some Pepsi? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're not far from that. We are. We're just like they already named sporting like places yeah. after fucking everything. It's a matter of time until we're like, I live in AT and T. Yeah, I live in AT and T. This is my buddy. He's from McDonald's. Uh, he doesn't speak English. He doesn't speak English because he's from McDonald's. But his friend Starbucks will help. He knows both languages. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so true. Oh, matter of time. Our names. But, but I'm gonna start. We're gonna start naming people. <laughs> Sony, Sony, come here. Get in here, Sony. Uh, it's exciting. So if you and I, so if you and I try to invade Fiji, we'd be tried in court. Like that's how it works. Um, not, we love the water, though. But all the gold rush idiots who are basically all these guys who just came to San Francisco to get rich by digging up dirt. When you put it like so, that. So when you think about what kind of people they are. Yeah, they, smart, cool people. They acquitted him in eight minutes. <sighs> Even though he couldn't have been more guilty of the crime. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's like, well, I'm the shit. I can't be stopped. I'm a bulletproof president. Uh, yeah, I really am. Yeah. I just need a country. Yep. So in 1855, he decided to invade Nicaragua. Fool <laughs> <laughs> me twice. Now, Nicaragua was a bit of a mess at the time. Over the last two decades, it had had several civil wars. Its two main cities, Leon and Granada, were always fighting. So there were two like separate parties. Yep. Take, they controlled each city, and they'd, they'd fight and take over the country and fight and it's fight. Fun. It's like a tug of war. Yeah. Um, when the liberals rose again in yet another revolt, Byron Cole, who was a friend of Walker's, negotiated a contract for Walker to come down and fight on the side of the liberals in Nicaragua. Okay. So he was basically summoned. I don't I I think they're going to regret this. Now Nicaragua is very important to the United States at the time. Because this is before the Panama Canal mm-hmm. and there were no railroads in the US yet. So the way one of the main ways to get goods and people from California or, you know, the Pacific to mm-hmm the Atlantic in New York or whatever was to on boats down to Nicaragua. And then they would put them, then they would take them up river on steamships to a lake. And then, and then they'd go another 12 miles on like stagecoach. So that was how they got across. Convenient. I know. Super easy. (laughs) Didn't they know about Uber? (laughs) I assume half of them died of malaria. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Cornelius Vanderbilt, who is, famous of the vendor like he's like bill gates at the time yep 
established the accessory transit company, which spanned Nicaragua with the two steamships and the and he he's the guy who had the whole operation down. Okay, so he's making he was a, the president of steamships. He's making a fucking fortune, yeah, basically off of this off of this route, and it's very important to the U.S. So why not just fucking take that shit over, right? Sure, yeah. That's, that's the right way to be. So civil war broke out in Nicaragua in 1854. He's, Walker's invited down to join the battle. Uh, he got the contract, which keeps him from getting arrested, mm-hmm. right? Because so, they sort of invite him. Right. So that keeps him from breaking the law. And he goes with 300. Oh, he got a contract to bring 300 mercenaries. Oh, boy. That was the contract. Poor bastards. Yeah, in 1855, he set sail with a grand total of 57 dudes. <laughs> Here we come. Get your shit ready, Nicaragua. Beats our last cumulative. Uh, one died at sea, so 56. Oh, boy. When they got there, his force joined up with 170 locals, so 170 Nicaraguans mm-hmm. of the Liberal Party. And about 100 Americans who were working around their base when the steamship stuff. So like 300 people. So they got like 300 dudes. As luck would have it, he attacked Granada and captured the city because he pulled up in a steamboat and they didn't even know that anything was happening. They're like, what, the steamboat? Hey, here's the steamboat. What the fuck? And then all these dudes pour off. Now I'm your president. But then he took the – the first thing he did was take the, the families – of the leaders hostage. Jesus. So he's like holding kids and saying, we'll kill your kids. So they surrendered. The other side surrendered. So he, Walker appoints a puppet president. He's like, I, I just uh, want to picture a real puppet for a second. <laughs> he declared himself general, generalissimo. Wait, what's his name? Generalissimo. So he's the, he's the, that's like the, the military commander. So, I am now Generalissimo William Walker of Nicaragua. <laughs> yep. All matches up, right? And appointed another guy as Secretary of War. It's the first thing you want to do. Then he accused the Secretary of War of treason and had him executed. Yeah. Well, so he's listen, like a, it's a so, slippery slope. It's been a week. But he's like a classic Latin American strongman now, yeah. right? He's like, I am a jefe. Yeah. My Secretary of War caused treason. We kill him. <laughs> You've been here for two and a half hours. <laughs> uh, what a roller coaster! <laughs> um, U.S. President Franklin Pierce recognized Walker's regime as the legitimate government of Nicaragua on May 20th, 1856. <laughs> Not a good move. It's so fucking insane. It's insane. Okay, I guess you're president of Nicaragua. Hey, all right, you're the president. You said so. <laughs> That's how this works. <laughs> News of his success reached the U.S., and the slavery advocates began recruiting propaganda. Public meetings were held in some of the large southern cities. Tons of money was raised, and they gave him money for his new country, slave slave. Well, he's the president. (laughs) Got to respect him. Got to respect the president. Okay, so there were a couple of dudes who worked under Vanderbilt. Okay. Uh, Like these two main guys that worked under him, and they decided to take advantage of the situation. They were called Morgan and Garrison, and they offered to pay for the transit rights to Nicaragua and start a new steamship and transit line. Okay. Walker just had to take all of Vanderbilt's riverboats and steamships and just give them to Morgan and Garrison. <laughs> so they were like, hey, we got an idea. Mm-hmm. We want to start a new steamship, get across Nicaragua sure. transport thing. So what we want, you know, the company we work for. Yeah. So you just take that shit, right, and give it to us, and then and then we'll that'll be our thing. I declare it. <laughs> I'm the fucking president. <laughs> Fuck yeah, let's dance. 
Seems fair. <laughs> the new line would carry filibuster recruits from the U.S. for free. Oh, fuck. So. God, what a nightmare. <laughs> the only thing that's changed is technology. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Walker was like, yeah. Shitheads fly free. <laughs> Oh, my God. Shitheads do fly free. Uh, Walker was like, yeah, man, that sounds really good. Cool. Uh, you just give me a bunch of money. Hey, and, uh, I don't know if you know how I operate, but yeah. I'm really into money. Okay. And just I would give me that. I need money. And then, uh, you know, we're all good. So he took all of Vanderbilt's shit. The the stuff that's really important to yeah. the, the U.S. And, and he, like, fucked over the most powerful man on earth. Just a brilliant move. Yeah. Shrewd. Well, he's the president. Vanderbilt wrote to his former associates, Morgan and Garrison, Gentlemen, you have undertaken to cheat me. Dear fuckers. I- <laughs> hey, shitbags. <laughs> this is one of the greatest letters of all time. It's so brief. Gentlemen, you have undertaken to cheat me. I won't sue you for the law is too slow. I'll ruin you. Yours truly, Cornelius Vanderbilt. Ah, oh, that is dope. Right? right? That is, that's great. He's fucking awesome. That's great. Um, okay, <laughs> you did that. I'm going to destroy you. And, uh... It seems like legally it's going to take a while. I'll just end you. <laughs> Sincerely. <laughs> most powerful man on earth. Most powerful man on earth. Now the other countries in Central America were like, uh, what the what the fuck is going on? I'm starting to think this president doesn't have a lot of experience. And and he just went in there and took. Oh, he could do that to us. Yeah, Uh, not cool. So they started preparing their armies for battle. Okay. And then Walker attacked Costa Rica. Hey, there's there's a wild card move. Everyone who supported him was like, bro, slow down. Hey, buddy. Hey, you know, you've been in Nicaragua for like five hours. You shouldn't drive. Why don't you hang there for a bit? <laughs> hang there. You're the president of Nicaragua. That's you pretty got, fucking sweet. You got Nicaragua. You got Nicaragua. It's fucking cool. By the way, you shouldn't have gotten Nicaragua. <laughs> so. Hey, did you have you notice that you're 5'2 and 120 pounds? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever, so you remember look, that? Uh, at some point, someone's going to pick you up and throw you. You're not going to be president of the world. Tap out. Tap out. Um, so everyone who supported him was like, dude, slow it down, slow it down, slow it down. <laughs> uh, it didn't go well. Vanderbilt had a couple agents go down to Costa Rica to give up information on how, how to defeat him and to, yeah, like insider guys, spies, yeah. basically. Um, and so he was quickly driven out of Costa Rica. Was, was the way to defeat him to have uh, more people? I think that's also yeah. a good way to defeat him. <laughs> He'll only have 35 <laughs> Attack! <laughs> he starts with 500, and by the end, it's about 20. <laughs> Once it dawns on him, they start to they the third the herd thins. Uh, and then the Costa Rican army came down with cholera and had to retreat, which is the worst retreat of all. Because then you're just we're shit. sick. You're not only are you retreating, you're just shitting the whole way. <laughs> so it's just a terrible a cholera Stop retreat. Stop shooting! It's a cholera retreat is the worst of all. I'm shooting at us. I'm trying to run. Oh boy! Uh, so now the guy who Walker installed as the puppet Presidente was like, oh, "I'm fucking out of here. This is crazy." Yeah. So he just bails. The good. 
Uh, he scoots across the border. He's gone. Smart. That's the guy. That's a, You want to be remembered as the guy that's not going to be remembered in this. Yeah, the guy The guy who looks around and goes, well, this is fucking crazy. Probably just going to roll. I'm going to hit it. So take care, President. Okay, bye-bye. So Walker had a rigged election and became the president. No longer Generalissimo. No. Now president of Nicaragua. His dreams are finally coming true that he's had for five months. He declared English to be the official language. Hey, a normal, <laughs> nice, nice thing to do. <laughs> By the Excuse way, the me. national language is something you don't know. Excuse me, everybody listen up. English is now the official language. Okay. English is the official language. Espanol. English is the official language. You speak English from now on. Uh, no comprende. <laughs> he issued an edict legalizing slavery. Everybody, you can own people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After your first law, that it doesn't matter the rest of your laws. Nobody's going to fucking understand. So we're all speaking English, okay? And also slavery is legal. Okay, first rule. What? <laughs> um, he reorganized currency and fiscal policy to encourage immigration from the U.S. Hey, everybody, get down here. Let's make this place white. Hey, it's America number two. Oh, America number two. Welcome to New America. Okay, you guys all have to talk differently, and we're going to bring in slaves and a bunch of white people. We... It's going to feel a lot like America around here pretty soon, guys. It's kind of my vision for the nation. Have you guys heard of Hedonism 2? Yeah. That's actually what we're going to do here. You're going to love it. Um, so they were not cool with it. Why? Uh, what about it didn't register Well, first of all, they had outlawed slavery in 1824. Yeah, and, but he said it's okay. And, and they were not into speaking a language they didn't know. Well, they should listen to him. They were like, uh, uh, no, senor. No. No. Um, so white people were kind of douchebags. Are you sure? I think that's what this is. First I've heard of it. But he was a hero in the South. Because he had gone to a time. random country. And declared they could have slaves. So in the South, they were like, yeah, baby! We like the way you roll, Presidente. You were rolling like a motherfucker. You're the man. God damn it. Look at you going to Nicaragua and making slavery cool. I mean, there might have been a time when he tried to change the name of the country to the (laughs) N-word. He was like, fuck it. Let's go big. Go big or go home. These colors don't run. Um, so he attracted the attention of Pierre Soleil, an influential New Orleans politician who campaigned to raise support for Walker's war. So now he's got a big politician who's like, let's give this guy as much money as we can. What he doesn't have right now is the money. But Honduras, El Salvador and Guatemala teamed up and invaded from the north. Good. Right? Yeah. Fuck this asshole. At the same time, Costa Rica invaded from the south. Good. They finally got over their diarrhea. So Walker, being super cool and smart, and just being a good guy. I don't like what you're about to say. Set Granada on fire and burned burned the city to the ground. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm your president, and people are coming to get rid of me, so I'm just going to fuck you. If I can't have it, no one can. What a prick. It's like a five-year-old invading. Yeah. yeah. No. It's mine. Then nobody has fun. Nobody. 
Oh, fuck. Uh, so he withdrew. What, I love – can you – I mean it is crazy that it is okay to operate like this. It's fucking insane. Yeah. That people – and I feel like we – like you because there's parallels here. You think we still have these people all over the place in oh. America. Yes. They, like Iraq, they're like, yeah, let's just go take that and turn it into yeah. America. Yeah. And I mean I, that worked out really good. It worked out super good. Really good. <laughs> Um, this kind of works out a little bit the same. Oh, you mean at the end, every, it's all fixed? Yeah. Perfect. It's all good and there's democracy. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> so Walker withdrew and just held the areas where the transit routes were. So now he's withdrawn just to where they get people. So it's basically that's just the money route. Yeah. He, that's all he's holding on to. <laughs> and, it, and the way he was fortified, it looked like he could hold it for a long time. Like okay. they actually set up pretty well. But then there was Vanderbilt. Uh, Never fuck with a guy who has a college named after him. Vanderbilt. Like, I think that's the point. So he had a guy, Spencer, go to Costa Rica with bucket loads of cash. Mm. And Spencer got a bunch of Costa Ricans and headed to Nicaragua. And he sees a bunch of Walker's strongholds because he, he, was he used to work for the transit company. So he knew... He, like, knew all the signals. Like, he would pull up a ship and go, hey, guys, and signal, like, I'm on this team. And yeah. then he'd just fucking roll in and kill them all and be like, oops, I'm <laughs> on the other team. Suck my dick. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> the I'm on the other team. Suck my dick move. <laughs> so Morgan and Garrison pulled all their boats out. Okay. So Walker's totally isolated. All righty. So the transit, there's no, there's no shipping going on. The government's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. In May 1857, Walker surrendered to the U.S. Navy. They brought him back to New Orleans, where he was greeted as a hero. Ugh. Hey, great job completely fucking up. Good job. You've done it twice. Hey, You're a hero. Nothing went right, <laughs> but you said slavery was good. <laughs> I don't know what you did, but you're white, and I love it. I love it. I'm loving every freckle on that face. Ah, you're the best whitey, whitey, whitey I've ever seen. Can't do wrong, you're white. So... He's a big hero. They're giving him parades and fucking, you know, whatever else. Um, I think they try. I think they thought about trying to, uh, or they did try to to arrest him and do another trial. But again, that yeah, parade like, is easier. Not, yeah, it's the parade's parade's so much, much easier to plan. Much better. It's more fun. Um, everywhere he went, people loved him. He's like a giant fucking hero. I mean, in the South, in the North, they think he's like a pirate douchebag. Yeah. Um, Good. So he raised more money. I mean, got a bunch of dudes together. <laughs> no, 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 no. We just did this and set off. No, we just let's did this do twice. it. Again. No, we're doing it again. It can't go wrong. It this goes time. wrong. It can't go wrong. It'll go wrong. How? It In the same out. fucking way. Yeah, but I was the president. <laughs> On November 25th, 1857, he landed at Great Town, Nicaragua, with 270 Nicaragua was like, oh, fuck! You've got to be shitting me! Jesus Christ! The fucking tiny white boys back! We just mopped! Didn't we just fucking... Like, you're horrible! Go to Costa Rica! What about Costa Rica? It's a great place, you'll love it! Oh, don't eat the fish. Don't eat the, the fish is bad. <laughs> just the fish is bad. So, but then now he has more followers because he fucked up twice, so bad, and now he has more people. Like, yeah, it's kind of like Twitter. 
<laughs> so he's like, I'm back, motherfuckers. Upon his arrival, he declared himself commander of the Nicaraguan army. And the Nicaraguan army is like, we know where this fucking so, leads. So he lands and he goes, I'm in charge. Can we, is it okay for me to just start doing this shit? <laughs> I just walk into a business and be like, um, yeah, I'm the CEO, so you guys are all fired, and I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to go to McDonald's today and go, this is my McDonald's! Just get behind the counter and just be like, guys, we need those burgers. I'm the manager. How does this register work? I'm in charge. Oh, fuck. And he quickly began a war. But he was immediately stopped by the U.S. Navy and brought back to the U.S. The U.S. was, like, already waiting. They knew he was going. They were waiting for him. They were camped out. Yeah. Ready, and then as soon as he showed up, they're like, come on. Take him to New Orleans where he gets punished. <laughs> by, by flowers. Parades. By flowers being tossed at him. Yeah. Most people in the U.S. were pissed at the Navy. They didn't think the Navy had the right to stop a guy from trying to take over other countries. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So just... Just to recap, uh-huh. the the problem that people have with this situation yes. is that the Navy has no right, right to stop this man. Right, from doing something. Who illegal. has no right, right to take the land that he's taking. Right. Okay. People think that you can just go take whatever you want. Could. But if he showed up at their house and went, your house is my house. I'm going to filibuster your wife. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm the president of a pussy. Let's just, let me do my thing. <laughs> so he's brought back. So then, I swear to God, three if years. He go, no, no. I if he, if he fucking goes to do this shit again. No, Dave. So then, Dave, 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 Dave. Dave. <laughs> He can't. What? He can't go again. Why? He can't. <laughs> it's going well. I mean, what the fuck? Just get a job. <laughs> For fuck's sake, settle down. He's restless. <laughs> we all get like that. It'll pass. <laughs> then in 1860. No. A bunch of Brits that lived on an island off Honduras asked him to come down and help them out. Oh boy. Would you please come down and take over our islands? Oh, boy. They were worried that Honduras would kick them off the islands, and who better to ask? Than the shithead who keeps fucking up. <laughs> I mean... Uh-huh. So he got a bunch of dudes together. Uh, and let me guess, a bunch of them stopped following him. <laughs> he landed, but it immediately did not go well. <laughs> Why? What? What happened? The men began to desert him. Oh, shocking. (laughs) When has that happened before? And being in a precarious position, he surrendered himself to the captain of a British naval vessel off the coast with the agreement that the the British guy would bring him back to the U.S. So he gets down there. Everyone bails. It's a total fuck up. And he goes over to the British and goes, just, hey, hey, can you guys just help me out here? I'll tell you what. Can you do me a solid? The U.S. is going to be really pissed if they find out about this shit. Now, the thing is, is the British were mad at him because the British also used the, the fucking transport routes. Yeah. So they were like, hey, you're fucking everything up. Hey, if it isn't fuckface. Hey, shitbag. Yeah, yeah, come on the boat. Yeah. Come on, yeah, get on the boat. Get on the boat. I'm the captain of this ship. Yep, sure you are. Thank you. Okay. That's an order. Okay. <laughs> so, 
considering how badly Walker had just fucked up Nicaragua, they were like, fuck this guy. And they turned him over to Honduras. Oh, shit. That's a great move. Honduras quickly tried and executed him by firing a squad. Oh, on shit. On September 12th, 1860, he was 36 years old. Oh, shit. Southerners considered him to be a hero. Northerners less so. In Central American countries, to this day, the generals who defeated him are considered national heroes, and they have holidays based on him, on the victories over Walker. Over him, yeah. Yeah, so he's like, he's like their, like, it's like their uh, Pearl Harbor. Like, yeah. they, to them, it's this great day of victory when all the armies came together and the Nicaraguan general right. beat him fucking kicked his ass. They're all great heroes. Like we created we didn't. Walker created their national heroes. Yeah. But and in America he's a stamp. <laughs> in America nobody remembers him. Yeah. But still the fact that he was so celebrated It's fucking insane. Well it I don't even like you don't even mean to it's strange because you still feel that divide in this country of basically totally. like this the slavery divide almost. Yes. Like of course no and that's not saying anyone advocates slavery but there still is this just gap in the just difference of opinion where a lot of times the south just does things that uh north-minded folk find puzzling. <laughs> And it's always been that way. It's maybe shifted now. Like, it's not like the South is now like, we want slaves. Right. But, you know, they're yeah. still like, abortions, are, you're killing baby. Yeah. yeah. Stop it. Yeah. So, that's good. That sounds. And, they, and this was the, the fact there were a bunch of other filibusters. Like, they were just all these fucking assholes who went out and did this But we this still shit. filibuster. We, that's literally what we did. We, to Iraq. Yeah. We went into Iraq and thought, let's put democracy in here. And honestly, what we've done to every fucking nation that we've ever been in, because yeah. we have bases set up in so many countries where yeah. we don't fucking need to have bases. Right. Right. Not that we need to have bases at all, but... Yeah. We're douchebags. It's honestly tough, man. It's tough. It is tough. I think that it's not to say that there are not great people in this country are smart people. There's a lot of them. Uh-huh. But fucking A, man. We really just we love just us. St- we love to leave shit in a footprint. No, we are stupid assholes. <laughs> Let's be honest. We're stupid assholes. Well, honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I honestly, like, lately, it's just becoming more and more obvious yeah. that it's just, it's, it's just gone so poorly. <laughs> I mean, I think about it all the time about like, imagine being another species. I mean, we have just, we're just like, there's one species, us, and we get everything. We get everything is ours. We get to fuck everything. And every other species, like, we just were like living in kind of harmonious. uh, Hey, I'm a dolphin. I was just swimming around. (laughs) No, we're your president. (laughs) We're your president, dolphin. Do you understand? We're your president now. We're going to give you acid. Damn it. Oh, fuck. God. America is such just a shit fuck of an asshole. Yeah. I mean, seriously, we've done so many things wrong. We're too big. We're too big. That's the problem is there's too – it's too fucking big. Yeah. If if people in France get pissed, they go to the fucking streets. Yeah. The whole country can just march. Yeah. Here, 
We're like, nah, nah, I don't know. I, I didn't know. get the email. <laughs> it's weird. I feel. Oh, I'm gonna sign. Mm. I'm gonna sign an online I gotta, petition. I gotta go get my Valium refilled today, though. I made an online petition. <laughs> yeah, that is the fucking thing, too. Yeah. Did you sign the petition to stop everything? Oh, I swear to God, if Senator Al Franken emails me one more fucking time, I'm gonna find him and beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I don't even know what I signed. I think it was something about net neutrality. Uh, but now I'm it. like, you've uh, look, I'm I, I hate you now. <laughs> I don't know who to like. All right. Well, well, listen, another another great chapter in America's shrewd, cutting edge thinking. <laughs> We've done it again. Brilliant. Oh, God. Well. That's the, that's the Some, dollop. Sometimes there is just this like shit feeling you're left with yeah. after this. Yeah, well, it, there's some of these dollops that finishes you just go, I can't believe we did that. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe we did that. And then that's why it's so weird with the Ferguson one. Yeah. Because you're like, I can't believe we're doing that! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> well, thankfully, nothing's going to change. Oh, cool! <laughs> I'm Dave Anthony. That's Gareth Reynolds. Thank you for pronouncing it. The Dollop. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, This is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army. To join me for, I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th. Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it let's see you there